0: And all you New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> Taxi. Okay, we're around. This is the 77 WABC Minicast. For those of you that are celebrating Columbus Day today, well, I have no doubt you are on the receiving end of one of... The Other Side of Midnight presents... Commendations. A lot of people need to be commended. A lot of entities, a lot of places. Let me begin with... Carmel, Indiana. Carmel, Indiana. It is, has been named by the personal finance website WalletHub as the best small city to live in. In order to determine the best small city in the United States, WalletHub compared 1,321 cities with populations between 25,000 and 100,000 residents across 45 different metrics. Carmel, Indiana, came out on top of the list with a score of 71.46. Cost of living, a bunch of the other things that cities should have. Carmel, Indiana, number one. Number two, by the way, they just edged out Lexington, Massachusetts of Revolutionary War fame. I want to commend the Cheesecake Factory. And I know this is going to sound weird. But (laughs) apparently, if a mall has a Cheesecake Factory, that mall is going to be successful. This has now been well documented. They're calling it the Cheesecake Factor. The presence of a Cheesecake Factory restaurant in a mall is an indicator of the mall's financial help. This is according to a new paper about malls from Moody's Analytics. By the numbers, listen to this, about 93% of loans backed by malls with a Cheesecake Factory are current on their payments. Compare that to around 72% of those without the restaurant. So, evidently, the Cheesecake Factory... I've never been to a Cheesecake Factory, but the Cheesecake Factory is enough of a draw that it keeps (laughs) these malls successful. The presence of certain stores within a mall, like a Lululemon or an Apple store, can be sort of an unscientific measuring stick for the prospects of one mall over another. And the Cheesecake Factory tops them all. If you want your mall to be successful, there you have it. Just have a Cheesecake Factory. I want to commend a um, the community of Lebanon. Not in the Middle East, but Lebanon, Oregon. Local business owners in Lebanon were given a much-needed helping hand this week after the painting company they hired for their house never came through. The community heard their story and stepped up to paint the house while the family was away. The Carragones weren't expecting a crowd of their friends and neighbors at their home when they returned in late September from a trip to see family. Even more unexpected was finding their home fully painted. Rebecca Carragone was able to see the house in person while her husband, Michael, had to enjoy it through FaceTime after being stuck at the Seattle airport. So... This family really got the short end of the stick from this contractor. And everybody came through for them. The Lebanon football team, local and non-local neighbors. There was this massive volunteer repainting project. And they got it done before the couple even found out. I think this is, to me, what America is all about and what community anywhere in the world is all about. I love this. I want to commend the um, young man who is genuinely a hero, a motorcycle-riding hero. A man was transported to the hospital for burns and smoke inhalation after fire crews responded to a fire in Abilene, Texas. A passerby on a motorcycle pulled the victim out of the burning home. He was leaving work on his way home. His name's uh, Buckley. He realized he left his phone at work, so he turned around and went down South 12th Street, which he never does. He saw smoke. He saw flames. He immediately checked to see if anyone was in the house. He pulled over, ran to the front door, and he started banging on it. He heard the guy cough and fall. He heard a thump. When he heard that, the thump, he opened the door. Realizing the smoke was too thick to breathe, Buckley ran out of the house, but he didn't give up. He said he couldn't see anything, so he grabbed his motorcycle, pushed it on the front porch, shined the light into the doorway to try to see something. He still didn't see much. He ran in and out of the house three times to find the victim. He, I want you to keep in mind, he's r- literally risking his life for a total stranger here. He had to crawl in order to find him. He was unconscious. He was breathing, just kind of wheezing. And he stayed with the victim until medics arrived, and then he went home to his child. So, uh, Mr. Buckley, I do commend you. I also want to commend Dorothy Hoffner. She just went skydiving at one 104 years old. I mean, do I need to say anything more than this? I took my friend Annette Batista, who was a very close friend of mine. Unfortunately, she passed away. I took her skydiving at 75. She was 75 years old. I didn't go with her. I waited on the ground because I figured if something went wrong, you know, somebody should be in a position to call for help. Thankfully, nothing went wrong. I thought that was impressive, going skydiving at 75. This woman's 104 104. My goodness, that's impressive. I want to commend running. You know, I've been very critical of running as something that is bad for your knees and your joints and everything. But researchers have now found that running, particularly in a group, has the same effects on your mental health as antidepressants.